Paul Stenhouse is with us from New York this morning. Paul, we're so relieved to hear that you're feeling better. How, how are you, man? I'm doing really well. What a difference a week makes. Oh. But, um, so do, a, uh, do you mind if we, is it, it's, I appreciate these are personal issues, so it's fine if, if you, you don't feel You can try, com- Jack. Okay. You're a journalist. Do, do you you mind? love asking these things. Okay. Go for so it. So what happened? How did you get COVID-19? Absolutely no idea. Right. Um, so still don't have an idea of where we picked it up from. Um, you tested positive? You t- t- tested did positive. Test? Yep. Yep. Tested positive, had the old nasal swab. So I actually got tested twice. The first time I had um, some symptoms, felt pretty lousy, came back negative. And then two days later, was really still not feeling well, started to get a bit of a fever. That's when I went for another test, and that's when it came back positive. Mm, okay. So... It was, it was a, 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 yeah, it was, I've been trying to work out how to describe it to people and I don't like saying this in some ways because it kind of downplays it and I don't Mm. want to downplay it, but I have had flus that are worse. Yeah, right. But I mean, the important thing is that it affects people differently, right? Very differently. Yeah. 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 But I think the thing that is, um, you're a young man, you know, it's no pre-existing conditions, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. So with the flu, you know how it's kind of going to go, you know, when you're a young person, reasonably healthy. I think the scary thing with this is like, what is going to happen next? Yeah. Um, and that was the bit that was kind of disconcerting. Yeah. I say that it wasn't as bad as a, as a, a really bad flu. In saying that, I still spent four to five days in bed and slept for 15 to 18 hours a day. Yeah, see, that's, um, that's pretty full on. Yeah, <laughs> so that, I mean, that's like full on. And you can imagine that someone who's a bit older, perhaps, or, you know, um, has some pre-existing conditions, why it's, yeah, so scary. Well, look, we're just, we're very happy that you're, that you're back and fighting fit and, um, yeah, glad to glad to hear your voice. Um, it's it's it, yeah, it's been a look. I've been amazed, at, to be honest, that it's almost lasted a year without getting it. Yeah, um, in New York. especially when the numbers are here are like so terrible. Mm, um, mm. But yeah, we no idea where I picked it up from. It's funny. My dad said to me, "He goes, I wonder what variant you got." Dad, no one knows what variant you've got. Yeah. And, you know, no one's on the news talking about this. That's the other weird thing, Jack, is, you know, I've followed the coverage in New Zealand and, you know, the director of health gets up there and talks about all the different places people went. No one cares where I went. Yeah. <laughs> I think that just gives an idea. There's of no, like there's how, no contact tracing yeah. and stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's there was a little bit it. of contact yeah. tracing, but, like, no one, no, you know, yeah. I, it was not a news story, put it that way. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. look, we're glad you're better. Um, yeah. We're looking forward to your, your other people in that city getting some more vaccines and things. We're, we don't have Bring a whole on. lot of time. So what I'm going to do is um, I just want to ask you about one thing from the tech world this week, and, and mm-hmm. perhaps we can save the other subjects for another time. Mm-hmm. Um, this time last week, we were talking about Facebook and Google oh. and the Australian government and that stoush. There is yes. a resolution of sorts. What do you make of it? Oh, uh, okay. This is my very brief thoughts on it, Jack. It's a really silly law, and it's trying to solve something that the government just shouldn't be solving, quite simply. Right. Um, I think that the there are so many ways that you can fund journalism and fund the media, and I don't think that this law is going about it in the right way. Right. Um, I mean, we could probably start with just, I don't know, taxing those companies mm. uh, appropriately and then using that money in, in, in different ways. The reason why I think it's problematic for the media industry, and this is, I guess it's less of a tech issue, honestly, than it really is more about a, a media funding issue, right? Is that if you're, if you're letting Facebook determine who it makes agreements with, whether that's News Corp or the ABC or Nine or Seven or whoever those are, 
Yeah. I've got to be pretty big in order to be able to get to the, the negotiating table with one of those big tech platforms. And I think it leaves out a lot of the smaller players. And I'm not talking just about things like YouTubers and TikTok people, because, you know, yeah. I'm talking about like smaller publishers. So in New Zealand, that would be something like the spin-off site. Like how big does a publisher have to get before you can like start to have a conversation, you know, using yeah, a New Zealand yeah. example. And so I think that's why it's just... It doesn't work. I think what it did do to talk about tech regulation is really show just how valuable and vital something like Facebook and Google is in our everyday life. Yeah. And I think turning off the news on Facebook was a really big wake-up call, and I think that that's the thing we need to take seriously from this situation. Yeah. How do we regulate that? Because if if we took some links away from an internet website and it caused a mass panic and mass freakout, I think it's too big. Yeah, I tend to agree. Thanks, Paul. Glad you're feeling better. Um, stick I with the chicken rinse. soup. Look at that. Ah, oh, it's so good to <laughs> so good to hear your voice, and we'll catch you again next week.